Welcome to Dr. Tove's Corner. Welcome to another episode of Scatterian. To Scatterian is to articulate thoughts that are all over the place. And in this episode, we will be scatterianing about the values that we've learned from society and perhaps some of the values that were not so valuable. I'm your guy, Tobes. And joining me to discuss the topic for today are my guys. Let's welcome to the show, Arinze. How are you doing, bro? Can you hear me, bro? Yes, yes, we can. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right, brother. How you been? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And also, welcome back to the show, Stan, the big Stan. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me today. I do appreciate the opportunity as always. Yeah, no, thank you guys for actually coming to support the podcast. I really appreciate it as well. Of you course. know, taking time out of your busy schedules. Of or... course, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice fun. So let's dive straight into it. Um, we're discussing values that we've learned from the society. And I'm talking about African society now because, you know, that's where I met you guys, first of all. And now we've spread all around the world. In one of my previous episodes, I talked about Jackpot Essentials, you know, things that you need to survive the, the um, foreign land. But well, let's also look at some of the values that we learned that have been valuable um, when you've come, as you say, You've gone overseas. I'm going to start first of all. I'm going to start with um, all fingers are not equal. That's one of the things that I learned growing up. You know, as a child, I never understood it. Sometimes as a child, you're like, um, why does that family have X, that family have X? And then your parents, your response to just mm -hmm. be all fingers are not equal. You don't, you, mm -hmm. you don't know what that means. You go to secondary school. Everyone's having like different grades in, in school. Your teachers will tell you, all fingers are not equal. <laughs> you don't understand it, but I started understanding it from my 20s when, you know, you finish university. Now you're looking for a job in the labor market. Some people are able to get ahead. Some don't get ahead. Now you say to yourself, all fingers, all fingers are, not are not equal. equal. <laughs> all fingers are not equal. For those who don't know what that means, that means that we all have different timelines. Your time is your time. You just have to be patient to get to where you want to get to find your own lane. And I found out really useful in this um, society that I'm in right now because now I'm no longer bothered about who came in the same time as me and I've made it or did not make it. It's about how I'm progressing myself, how I'm reaching my own target, how I'm reaching my own goals. So mm -hmm. that's one thing I think I've learned and hopefully I'm going to pass on to the next generation mm -hmm. that all, all fingers are not equal. Yes. Just, you know, be patient, focus on your own thing, do that's what true. you can and you know, you'll get to where you want to get to as long as you keep working towards getting where you want to get to. It's true. It's it's very true. And what you said, I, just to piggyback on that, I too learned, I learned a little bit earlier that all fingers are no ego very early in my life. I think it was, I think I learned it in primary school. <laughs> I remember very well my best friend, Samuel, yeah. who he and I, we pretty much were neighbors. We would play the same amounts of play Mm -hmm. Every day, sleep the same amount of like we were pretty much like twins, mm -hmm. but our exam results were totally different. Mm -hmm. He was yeah. like an A student, yeah, and I was like, just you know, I was I was getting catching through. up. You were catching <laughs> up, you know, and it was like if I felt cheated because you know, I felt cheated because I felt like man, this guy when they play the same play, they do the same things. How you see? Then I realized that oh, some people's brains are just brainier than some people. Yeah. Some people mm. need one hour of study. Some people need five. Yeah. You understand, bro? I pretty much realized that very early. That's I was like, okay. So I stopped feeling bad about it. Like, okay, this person probably has some advantage that I don't. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I've not just worked on my own as much as he's worked on his own, you know? But yeah. yeah. 
It's true. It's true. It's it's funny you say that because if we if we take education for example, right? I didn't understand for a while why um, if you got an answer wrong, you get punished. What was the idea? What was the point of that? Was that yeah. to make you smarter? I don't know. Is now fear and shame something like that? Mm-hmm. The other thing that I came to realize, so schooling it back home in Nigeria, right, and then coming to a different country, I understood that. My grades here were better than anything else. Mm-hmm. Straight A's. Mm-hmm. Back in Nigeria, we struggled, or I struggled. Let me put it that way, right? And and I didn't understand why. Then and and at some point, I sat down and I I, I came to understand that here you're more practical. Back home, it's all about you got to cram and pass. That's all we're looking at. We just have to pass because it's been ingrained in our brain that mm-hmm. you just you only have to pass. So you primarily are you learning? No, that that in my opinion, are you really learning? Some people were not. Uh, I can't remember a lot of things we learned in school back in Nigeria. I, if I'm being honest with you, but I remember everything I've learned here because mm-hmm. it was practical. It was real life situations. Mm-hmm. It was skills that you had to should I say acquire. To be able to get into the labor market, to be able to represent yourself, to be able to say, "Well, I know I think I can do that," right? Um, but back home, and I'm like, I didn't understand it. I worked back home, right? I worked for a while. Never used anything I learned from school, and it was hard getting into that market. Here it was a little bit easier for me, and and it was easy for me because everything I did in school, it was real life, right? And I just primarily transferred transfer those skills into getting a job. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, okay, now I want to go back to school again and learn some more skills and then apply that. Like I'm eager to want to learn. Back mm-hmm. home, I was not, to be honest with you. And, and, and society, I wanted to say, played a role to that because if you came out with a first class, it means you're smarter than everyone. If yep. you came out with a 2-1, well, you're still smart. You came out mm-hmm. with a 2-2. Two, two. Once you're 2-2 two, two or third class, then it means you're dumb, right? And, yeah. and that's, it's not supposed to be like, even in, even in the workforce back home, mm-hmm. they, they, they ask you, oh, what did you come out with? Oh, 2-2. Two, two. Well, we don't want you here. How do you know I can do the job? What if <laughs> I have other skills? You don't know that, right? But I, yeah, society played a huge role in education back home. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sorry to say, but um, they got to unlearn and relearn some things. Yep. The thing about that, from my own understanding of why I think Nigerian education system is, is because, okay, so in every society, yeah, whatever remains is what is rewarded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. In Nigeria, what remains in Nigeria is struggle because you're rewarded for seeming to break through every obstacle to make it yeah. if you just if you just make it easily think about think about okay even just now i was talking about people who have like different brain capabilities yeah yeah if you're the guy who had to study for hours before you got an a mm-hmm. you're looked at more as more deserving of the a than some guy who just is naturally just maybe has a better memory than you that he don't he didn't even necessarily study Mm-hmm. But because he just mm-hmm. he he listened, and so he can remember, so he could regurgitate whatever he heard, even mm-hmm. though he might not really understand it. But he just has a better memory than you. That mm-hmm. guy is seen as, and he's just he's just smart. But you that like everybody can see you like studying, like people are like 
he deserves that A. So it's like hardship right. is, very, is very rewarded in Nigeria. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yes. I think like just to go off what you said is why a lot of Nigerian students suffer are like talking about like being like when you beat them for failing something is a lot of what was used to train us, sorry, in mm-hmm. Nigeria was shame and fear. Mm-hmm. If if I'm scared of consequences, I don't they don't really care about me loving what they're teaching me or enjoying yeah, right. what I'm being taught. Is as long as I'm scared of failing, scared of the consequences of failing, whatever it is, pick pick a choice. It could be you won't get a good job, you won't you'll be a blah 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 of the society, you'll be, you know, fear, mm-hmm. shame. Those two tools very powerful. Yeah. But you know, you know, the funny thing is for me, it was the opposite. I didn't care. I remember like in primary school, when you have to learn the multiplication table, two times one, two times three, four, all those. Right, right. In primary one, I don't know what they call it nowadays because obviously they've changed the class system. Uh So sorry for the younger people that don't understand what I'm saying by primary Mm -hmm. one. Um, But in primary one, you are supposed to have learned up to 10 times, but I still only knew two times and three times and I only knew two (laughs) times and three times. Because yeah. that's the one my mom taught me. And I couldn't, by my own self, go and pick my book, like the back of the notebook to study the rest of the four times and five times. You know, with with with, with time, I knew like five times, just like five, 10, 15, 20. So uh, that was easy. Or right. 20, 30, 20, 30, 40, that was easy for everything uh, else. But whenever we came to class in the morning, we have to recite all the multiplication table. <laughs> I know two times, three times, I'm fine. But from four yeah. times, I get beat for it. I don't care. I know the next day I'm going to be beat again, but I still did not learn it until I was ready to learn by myself. I, I had the exact same situation, but mine was seven times, right? And I, I remember this so clearly. For us who didn't understand or who didn't know the seven uh, times table to say, mm-hmm. we would not go for a lunch break. We would literally remain in class. <laughs> We're not going to eat. We're just there. Everyone goes out and plays and whatever, but we're just going to sit there looking at the board and trying mm-hmm. to memorize. And, and, and I thought about this days ago mm-hmm. and I said, well, what was the idea? Shame, just, bro. I know, but, but you just penalized me because I don't know that. But what makes you think I'm going to learn in hunger? Mm-hmm. I'm hungry. <laughs> I can't think of anything else other than eating. So yeah. and I, what and makes I you bet- think I'm going to acquire knowledge by being hungry? And I bet Let's you be didn't honest. learn it. And I bet you didn't learn it too. No, I didn't. Just sit there, yeah. <laughs> right. Just sit so, there till the punishment is over. Yeah. So so to bring it back to the all fingers are not equal. Um, I didn't mind the beating. I learned when I wanted to learn, right? So I didn't mind the hardship. I didn't mind the pain. I learned, I endured all those pain and learned when I wanted to learn. Right. Now bringing it as a grown-up right now, um, you know finish university, sometimes you don't get a job straight away or you don't get the kind of work mm-hmm. that you want. I'm suffering. I don't mind that pain. I don't mind that struggle. But as long as I do what I want to do, when I want to do it, I'm happier when I do it in my own time. You know, because I know I'm not like those other people. Yes, they're not getting beaten. They're not frustrated. I'm getting right. beaten. But I know that I'm going to endure all of this, absorb all the pain, have that resilience and resistance to get mm. what I want to get to in the end. And so that we don't digress again, um, Arinze, I'll be calling you Riz the Good because, you know, you're my guy from what, way back then. What uh, everyone, bro. So, Mr. Riz, uh, what is one thing that society taught you um, back then that helps you now? Um, balance is very needed, but it's also overrated. 
Hmm. What do you mean by that? Okay. What I mean by that is, so in Nigeria, growing up, we're taught to have balance in what we do, except for some particular things. Okay. Like, for example, things that we're taught that like not to have balance about is like things of God mm. or church. Okay. No balance with God. It's like church, church is seven hours, sit down with church. Mm -hmm. But everything else have balance because I, a lot of times they have a balance. It was usually due to bringing it back again to fear and shame. It was usually so you don't offend people. It wasn't because balance is good or it's healthy. You understand? It was yeah. usually due to uh, what would people say? If people see, say, for example, your, your workout back then in Nigeria, something as, as good as working out, something as good as going to the gym. Mm -hmm. In Nigeria, if you don't have a job, you're not like doing everything. You're not ticking all the boxes that like, you know, you're supposed to at whatever age you are. Yeah. Just going off, waking up in the morning to go work out or going out in the evening to go work out. Your mom or your dad will even be ashamed. Because mm -hmm. what would the neighbors say that like they know you don't have all the check marks, but you're mm -hmm. going out to work out because it's like you get what I'm saying. So they want you to have balance. They want you to like work out when people are not outside. You know, yeah. that's balance. But like it's not even coming from a health from a good place of have balance. Like no, okay, yeah, it's good that you're working out, but work out when you're supposed to work out. Don't work out at the time or the hour you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. X, Y, and Z, you know? Yeah. So find the balance, like, basically. Yeah. Find yeah. the balance. So even the balance that they were teaching you was due to, so you don't bring some form of shame. Mm, right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, at the right. same time, what I learned here in American society is from every great person, you define whatever great is to you, but what I know what I mean by great. Every great person that I've studied in whatever industry, pick whatever industry, they have zero balance in their life. Hmm. Pick any billionaire, you any billionaire on, on the list of Forbes or whatever. Mm -hmm. They've been divorced at least twice. Mm -hmm. Do you get, get what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's good. Yeah. But all I'm saying is having balance. You have to be committed is, is to something. Needed, yeah. Or you have you need some and everything starts with what do you want as you as a person? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? What do you want? Because whatever you want, whatever you decide, okay, I want X, Y, and Z. Know what comes with getting X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. and be fine with the consequence of it. Yeah, you get what I'm mm -hmm. saying. So that's why I say balance can be overrated. It can mm -hmm. be good because a lot of times we need some. We need balance because we need something to save us from ourselves. You yeah. can. It's like I don't know. Okay, you guys used to have anger problems back then. You see you. No. Okay, not anger problems, but like you guys were like there was an edge to you guys. Impatience, put it that impatience, way. Impatience, there you go. Impatience, yeah. there you go. That's a better term. You, one thing I noticed about you guys' friendship is you, you used to save each other from yourselves. Mm. When mm. Tobes is going a little bit to the deep end, Stanley will pull him back and vice versa. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that was mm -hmm. you guys, that was the dynamic for you guys' friendship. So balance is needed in that way, in the sense of sometimes you need something to like, you might be overindulging and you won't even see yourself because you're so close to. You're so driven to whatever it is you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. right. But also, that can help you achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Like, look at before this podcast started. Your same resilience made you say, no, we must do it today. Yeah, Because right. <laughs> the hardship we faced was enough to be like, yeah, let's just reschedule. But because yeah. of your temperament, 
mm-hmm. you were like, no, let's do it today. That wasn't a very right. balanced approach. Well, hey, it's working out, right? <laughs> All right, cool. Nice one. One stroke to the back for 10 times. All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, And Stan, what what have you learned that was helpful to you here or that you think that you had to do away with? Um, Here was, well, what I learned back home that has worked for me in society up until now or in my life, respect and kindness. Those two things, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe, and patience as well. Um, you just talked about, we were a little bit impatient in school, but that's how we knew how to get things done Mm -hmm. because we had to show that we're eager to get results, but are we going about it the right way? That was another question, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, when it comes to respect, um, I'm a firm believer of respect your elders, right? Now I'm not saying take whatever they say and, you know, just take it and be like, okay, whatever. And so, but no, but I've come to understand when you respect people, when you show them respect, be it older or younger, mm-hmm. there's a difference in how they would respond to whatever you have to say. For sure. Right. Yeah. There's a difference in how um, they would want to talk to you. They would, they, they, they can literally come back and be vulnerable with you because you're showing them that respect. You're, you're trying to let them know that I see you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it wasn't ingrained in my brain on that, but I, I seen that around and I, and I really liked it. The same way, in the same vein, that respect has also put you in places you're not supposed to be at because, because you're trying to respect someone. We, we have that societal view to say, oh, if I have to just show you respect because you're older than me and because of that, you just throw whatever you want on me. You say whatever you want, you treat me however you want. So there is a positive and there is a negative. Now, in terms of kindness, I have found that just being kind, literally, just opens doors, right? Yes. Growing yes. up and understanding that kindness and just being kind to people, whether you have it or not, but just showing them that kindness, I believe, and I've seen so many times, that honestly, it, it, it just makes your day better. It gives them hope. I'm not going to lie to you, right? And, and I see that all the time. Let, let me give you an example. I was driving, um, I was supposed to go over to the gym that day. I, well, I was sorry. I was already done with the gym. I remember beautiful workout, tired, arms were shaking, couldn't really do anything. And I drove past this elderly man and it was on a Saturday. No one was driving at that time in the morning, super early. And, um, I seen that he was trying to push his car, right? Normally I would not think twice about let me stop. If I was still back in Nigeria, let me stop and help. Because when you even help some people back home, you get insults, right? Because of why are you holding up the line, blah, blah, blah. And I passed him, but I could, when I, I looked at my review and I could see he was struggling. So I parked, walked back and I said, okay, I want you to just get in your vehicle and I'm going to push. You just stare. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he said, why? And I said, because first of all, I know a lot of people are going to start hunking at you. Second of all, I see you're struggling. So just push, just use, you stare and I will push. And I could see he just lit up. This was someone who was feeling when you, when I looked at him the first time, he just, he felt like he was defeated, but yeah, and it wasn't a long distance. I literally just pushed it to a corner to get him out of the road so mm-hmm. others can pass. Mm-hmm. And he said, thank you very much that he would not have made it. And I, and I just said, oh, no worries. And I left. 
So being kind without expecting some sort of reward. Let me put it that way. Reciprocity. When exactly. When we're kind to people back home from, from how I grew up uh, in society and where I grew up, a lot of people will want to be kind to you because they want something back, right? Mm -hmm. Either a favor. And let's be honest, if your car broke down, uh, let's, let's take anywhere in Nigeria and someone pushes it for you, say someone in the street, they will stand there and expect you to give them something. 100%. Right? 100%. Somehow it wasn't just like that for me. Just be kind and walk away. They don't have to know who you are. They don't have to know your name and you don't have to, you know, expect anything, just help and walk away. Mm -hmm. So that's what I learned. But in terms of respect, like I said, it goes both ways, the positive and negative. I would always show respect to an elder, but yeah. I would always not stand for, should I say insults or you want to pull me down? I will, I will speak my mind. So that's another thing. We were always taught never to stand up for yourself. But I started learning that you have to. But you can you have do it to. in a very respectful mm -hmm. way. If you're screaming at me and I'm talking to you the way I'm talking to you so calmly right now, I take your power away. You're like, what's the point? Right? Like, what's the point of us, you know, exchanging blows or, you know, just doing something very violent? Mm -hmm. Right? So th that's how I see it, though. That's just my opinion on the matter for now. All right. Like Fair that. enough. Um, yeah, that's great as well. Thank you for taking all my points, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, another another point that I learned, another value I learned, um, not from society in general, but I would say more more my parents and people that I that I grew up around. Like, because obviously, um, back home, growing up, not when I became a teenager, when I grew up, like in my early years. I was living in a compound, so it's not just your parents that teach you, it's that train you, it's like yeah. all the neighbors, everyone mm -hmm. like is responsible Takes for a village. You know, exactly. <laughs> so one of the things I learned there was this saying they will always say, Remember tomorrow, remember tomorrow. And it can apply for anything. It can either be for, mm -hmm. you know, savings, it can be for helping people, it can be for how you treat people. So even right now, the way I talk to people, even when I'm angry, I'm like, I don't know how we are going to meet this person tomorrow. Maybe this person might be nice to me or this person is going to be rude to me because of the way I've treated them. So whatever I'm doing, I have that, yeah. that vision of, mm -hmm. hey, whatever I'm doing right now is going to affect, is going to have an yeah. outcome tomorrow. And right. tomorrow can For be sure. next year, two years time, or just even literally tomorrow. So it, that's one thing I learned, yeah. I, yeah. I like that because it, it, I, I, I know... When you, when you talk about remember tomorrow, so I never thought of it, about it that way, mm -hmm. but this is what I say, give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. So yes. in my mind, I say, well, you're rude to me today. Maybe there's something going on, right? Um, or you, you do something that I don't like or that irritates me. I want to react, but then I pull back and be like, I don't know what's going on in your mind. All I can, all I can assume is you're going through something. Mm -hmm. And if we're being honest, like in this society, almost everyone, everyone, everyone is, is. Yep. Right. Yep. We're all going through something. We're all figuring out every day as we wake up. Mm -hmm. We're still adulting. And every day I keep saying this, adulting is a trap because, damn, we were not trained for this, man. But nope. we are surviving. We're, yep. we're doing the best we can and, and, and we're, we're thriving in it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just tell myself, like, they might be going through something. So when people come and say, oh, you're just too laid back, blah, blah, blah. In my mind, I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to react the same way they reacted uh -huh. back to me? 
Mm-hmm. And and what's that going to get me? I'm just going to get exhausted. I'm I'm pissed off now, and I'm a, I'm exhausted. And I can't think straight. But I want to think straight. I want to be able to react to a situation and not, uh, should I say, resolve it and not just flare it up and be like, okay, um, I'm going to match your energy. Really hate that. If I'm being honest with you, hmm. I don't like the whole matching energy thing. I feel like the more you say you want to match the other person's energy, then there's no there's no uh, re- resolving any conflict, right? Mm-hmm. There is no peace. There's nothing. Well, so, right? so how how do you match the energy? But I thought how do you what, match it? Right? How do you how do you, you know, match the energy? <laughs> I think I think what what what, what is kind of my my guiding light in situations like what you guys are talking about, about matching energies is mm-hmm. even though mine is a little less extreme, but there's something Fitty said, said, he said, whatever it is, whatever fight it is, you're not willing to die about. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. It's not worth it. You get, even though mine is not that extreme, but it's like, I try to like, I do a quick math in my head of like, say for example, I'm at like a bar or whatever. And someone does something, you know, that's not very friendly. It's like, I do a quick math in my head of like, okay, how far can this escalate to? Both of us end up in handcuffs. Police come to pull us out. Do I want to go to jail? No. Okay. Lock up. Because that's that's, that, that quick math, but there's some times where there's some situations where it might be worth it to say something. Yeah. And that's one thing I learned when I, when I got here, because back in Nigeria, I was, and this is also one of the things I learned in Nigeria that wasn't, necessarily useful which is the meek will inherit the earth mm. a lot of times the meek just dies a lot of times <laughs> you, you have you have no inheritance a lot of time and and that also happened because my nature my natural temperament is i'm a very easygoing person mm-hmm. and a lot of times when you're easygoing to a regular kind person is oh that guy is easy going, but to someone that was raised differently or is just sees life different because everything is perspective. Yeah, that person sees me as a mark. Oh, that guy is a sweet guy. Mm. I go chop him. <laughs> you understand in some yeah. way financially. So I was like, and I'm not I'm not a dummy. Yeah, you know a lot of times I might I might play the fool like okay let me see where this guy's hand is you know. Yeah, so it's like right. I might play the fool, but I'm not a dummy. I've I've never been played in my life. Every time it's happened, I've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. But oh, so you, oh, you think so? Oh, oh I know. Oh, I know, hundred <laughs> percent. So, with that being said, is the meek necessarily doesn't inherit the earth all the time, and it also it depends on the situation you're in. There's some situations that requires you bucking someone, bucking at someone to let them know, like we can take you there. Yeah, you know we don't we don't have to go there because I'd rather I'd rather make friends than enemies, mm-hmm. but I'm right. not scared. But I'm not scared of having enemies. Also, you uh, get what I'm saying? Yeah, I like what you said. Well, let me let me say something in opposition to that as well. Go for it. The one thing we learn in society back home, and I, I want to assume you guys may have also, uh, in some way, learned this: is if you don't match that energy say you do something to me and I don't do it back to you, then it means I'm weak, right? That's that. Yeah. But I've seen that. That's that like a general yeah. thing, right? Oh, yeah. oh, he hit you. Why didn't you hit him back? Why did you walk away? You're, you're weak. That's how they want to say that. That's how they want to put it. Right. Um, to me, I just feel like 
just like you said, what's the point? Why, why do I have to go fight you or do the same thing back to you? So you talk, you said something about um, if if you're if you're you know cheerful, you're nice or whatever, people want to take that as a mark. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, sometimes I believe that. Why do you have to prove a point? What is what is the purpose of you proving that point? Is it gonna change that person? Is it gonna change you? Or or what's the point? Right? Like what is the point you're trying to prove? That's how I see it. Because when they start throwing certain words at you or they treat you a certain way, I see that as ignorance. Hmm. Right? I can either try to educate them right there and then by being harsh or blah blah blah. But I'm like, you know what? What's the point? That that's that's where you grew up with. You can either choose to learn that, you know, we're all humans, or you can choose to believe that you're 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 higher than the next person. But I really don't have a point of proof to you. Right. And I, I don't can, know you. And I can so also can I, can I respond to that real quick? Yeah, so, go for it. Well, go okay. For it. So my response to that would be this: me personally. There's little to nothing you could say that would take me there when you talk to mm -hmm. me. So, but a lot of times what would get a reaction from me would be when it's involving someone else that I love. Mm. Who now at this point, it's coming up to me like you're bullying them. Right. Or you're trying to bully them. And it's like, I know, okay, this person can't do anything to defend themselves. It's like, I don't cape for people. Like, I'm not like a hero, like fighting for people, but it's like, Sometimes it feels like sometimes it's it's good to stand up for people. When oh, you yeah. talk to when you talk to me, it's like yeah, whatever you say to me is like it's cool. I can what off my back. Mm -hmm. There's literally right. nothing you can say that could like take me there, me personally. But all the people, I feel like sometimes also it all depends on the situation. It depends on the setting where you guys are. Like I said, bringing it back to what I said. How far things could escalate? Like a quick math in your head, like, okay, what are all the things that could possibly go wrong if I take it there with this guy? Mm -hmm. right. So that's my response to that. It's like, when it comes to me personally, that's almost nothing you can say that will make me act yes. up. But Wait, someone I, else? I, I believe that you can de-escalate uh, an issue standing up for someone without it resulting into, should I say, violence. You can oh, use your sure. words, sure. to be honest with you. Society at some point made me believe it's always black and white, but it's not. It's not. Hence why I say the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. Why did you react that way? Why did you say what you said? Kind of thing. It doesn't matter if you're screaming. I'm just going to be so soft and just talk. It takes the power away. It works. Honestly, it sure. I don't have that attitude or spirit of impatience anymore in me. Mm -hmm. I'm just patient about so many things. To be honest, like, oh, we got to stand in line. Okay. Now that he, I, I, it's funny because I met Dr. Cho in school. The first time we met, what was it? We didn't want to stand in line. Exactly. We acted, we acted like we were ushers directing people so we can sign and leave. Now that friendship, that's a bond that, that, that can never be broken. Mm -hmm. And, and one thing society also that I think society has taught a lot of people that I think it's wrong is. Oh, if you have a friend, you need to talk to them every day. No. Uh, else, if you don't, if you don't talk to them, it means you're not, you're not really friends. No. We went in school back in what 2008, and um, we're still talking now. Mm -hmm. uh, I was in England last year, and we even met in England. You can't break certain bonds. That's how I see it, mm -hmm. right? 
Uh, and, and you said something about, oh, you know, if I went off the rails, he pulled me back. Or if he went off the rails, mm-hmm. I pulled him back kind of thing. Those are unspoken rules that, you know, it's not really spoken, but you know it's there. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And society will make you understand that you can't really have people's back that way. It's one of the reasons why I understand this passage in the Bible so well that a friend is closer than a brother. So I'm being honest yes. with you. Yes. And, and for some reason, that has elevated me to so many places. And it's, it's, I guess it just gave me patience, man, if I'm just not honest. Well, I had a, I had a comeback, but you've taken it somewhere else. Now. I can't come back anymore. <laughs> I have to just let it go now. If you've enjoyed our conversation so far, press the like button, leave your own comments, your own thoughts in the comment section below. So let's just talk about some of the things that we've learned and things that turned out not to be so true. One of my values that I thought, yeah, it did not work out so well um, in this society is don't look your elders in the eye when they're talking to you. You know, if you're talking to someone that is older, you're supposed to not look them in the eye. For some reason, that's a sign of respect, you know, mm-hmm. but if you look at them in the eye, you're like kind of yeah. saying you're their mate or you want to fight them <laughs> type of situation. <laughs> But over here, if you're not looking people in the eye, it's actually disrespectful Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it means that either you're looking down on them or they're not worthy of you. And I actually struggled when I got here, um, got to this society newly, because if someone is older, I don't want to look them in the eye. That's how I was trained. That's how I was brought up. I kind of like look down and they're like, what's wrong with this guy? Am I, am I disgusting? Am I ugly? Is there something on my face? And looking back now, I think maybe that's why I did not, you know, get on in time like get on in life quicker mm. because you would you would miss some of those favors some of those wisdom that they would have passed down to you because right. you heard don't look at someone in the face don't mm-hmm. look at someone in the mm-hmm. eye but how do you actually and you know what's even funny um the yorubas have a saying which means that you know the, the wisdom eyes. or the eye that you can get words from the eyes yeah. but at the same time they said don't look at the others in the eye that's a that's a bloody contradiction in itself. i know it is it is <laughs> You know, so that's that's one thing I'm like, yeah, maybe maybe they need to, you know, do something else about that saying because, yeah, it doesn't you work. You know, one thing my dad um, told me, um, I, re- I remember this so well because I was being penalized for something I did and he was talking to me and I was looking down mm-hmm. and uh, I've always held on to this and it's really helped me. And it's also something similar to not looking at your elders in the eye. But for me, he told me when people are talking to you and you're looking down, they would think you're pretending. Yep. You don't come up as trustworthy. Yeah. Exactly. That I've always carried that. And I was maybe eight when he said that to me. And I remember that, right? Um, But one thing I want to say with all this, you know, society and and everything we're talking about is how we uh, differentiate between society Mm -hmm. and cultural values, Mm -hmm. right? we have certain values from the country we're coming from mm. that I believe are right. And yeah, so what are here, some of them? It's again, respect. Yeah. You know, respect your elders, not talking back to your elders and stuff like that. I believe those are things that will also take you, take you in life and make you a better listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a society in the countries we're living in, it's not always the case. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can see a kid literally talking back to your mom and in your mind, We've all been there. If we've seen a kid speaking back to your mom, they're like, geez, really? You, you, you want to be like, really? Mm-hmm. You, you want to spank them, but because that's what we're used to, right? Mm-hmm. But um, 
I can't even, even as in uh, growing older right now, when, when people are talking to me like an elderly person, even though I know what you're saying is wrong, I still have that cultural value to say, I'm not going to talk back to you. I'm going to listen. And then I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. Mm-hmm. So I kept that value of not talking back, but I then created my own value in there by standing up for myself. I will listen to you, but I will tell you what I think. Now, if you want to listen to what I have to say, that's good. If you want to just speak and walk away, that's okay. It's not going to ruin my day. I'm going to go about my day kind of thing, right? So I would say society and cultural values, sometimes they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. You need to know when you're putting in the good values into your society. You need to know when you're taking the bad society values you may have learned that does not work and, and then bringing that into real life and wondering why things are not working out. Yeah, right. so, so what I mean by that is, so what are some of those values, basically, what are some of those values that you learned over there that's helping mm-hmm. you over here? And also the ones that you learned over there that's not helping you over here. So basically the ones that it's not helping you over where you are right now, right. if you go back to um, Nigeria, it's going to work. So for example, speaking back to an elder, in this society, elder can be anything, it can just be your boss. Yes. You, know? mm-hmm. you can speak back to your boss where you are right now. But you can't go back to Nigeria and talk to your boss the same way you speak to them over here. Do you still want your job? (laughs) Exactly. So that's what I meant by the ones that, you know, that you came here that's like, oh, maybe, yeah, I need to learn a new one, which Mm -hmm. we've been articulating so far in in this episode. That's, that's, I just wanted to draw that distinction, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. ahead. I I was going to go to Riz, but since you have, you go ahead. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Riz. Um, So, one of the things that, I think this was like what I think Stanley mentioned at the beginning of the conversation before we even started. One of the things that were taught in Nigeria that I had to unlearn here is he said, nobody prepared us how to be adults. Mm-hmm. Because and it, it took me getting here to realize that like a lot of times we were prepped in Nigeria just to be very confirming babies in the sense that like one of the biggest uh, sayings, one of the most popular guiding sayings in Nigeria is about respecting your elders. Mm -hmm. But really what they're trying to say is fear your elders. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm not a reckless person. I'm not rah, rah, rah. Like I don't, (laughs) I don't, I don't respect anybody. Mm -hmm. Respect goes a very long way, but a lot of times, what Nigerian elders that I've noticed, what they want from me is actually fear, fear, not mm. respect. Mm. Okay, so it took me getting here to realize that, like, okay, being an adult, being an adult is knowing when to speak and when to shut up. Mm-hmm. In Nigeria, it's always a good time to shut up. Yeah, always. It's every <laughs> always a good time to shut up. It's like when someone older than you is speaking to you, and in Nigeria, money can make someone older than you. It's yeah. like right. I wonder everybody's hating us. Hey, Chama, bros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you have an opinion? What? Do you have, <laughs> how much is in your account? Opinion? Yeah. We, I don't want to hear it. You understand? That was that's the Nigerian approach. So it mm-hmm. you know getting, how what I am. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it took me getting here to realize that, like, no, it's okay if I have an opinion about something, but obviously brings it back to respect on like how you deliver it. If I, mm-hmm. okay, if someone comes to tell, so if someone walks into a, a place and they're trying to like do some evangelism and trying to talk to people about Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and they hold someone and say, Jesus Christ is Lord. 
believe it, Jesus Christ is Lord. It's like you look at them like they're crazy. But if someone actually meets the quote unquote sinner halfway, it's like try and understand where the person is coming from, the person's mm-hmm. background mm-hmm. before right. they before they start talking about how and why Jesus is Lord. Mm-hmm. It's still the same mm-hmm. message. Yes, Jesus is Lord, but it's like now delivery. Empathy, respect, empathy. There you go. Empathy yes, it's now going a long way. So that's one of the things I learned here. It's like having an opinion on, like being an op- being opinionated about anything. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing as long as you're not an asshole. Excuse my friend, you're not an asshole about it. It's like, right. like me personally, even my beliefs I hold right now. I don't think, I don't think I'm all knowing. Mm-hmm. That's why I always say I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. If you give me information that like makes more sense to me than what I knew before, what I thought I knew before. It's like, by waiting my head, like, mm, okay, that makes more sense. I might go out and test it more to see because that's how I come to my own beliefs because I need it needs to make sense to me practically. Yeah, so that's right. one of the things I had to learn here is like, having an opinion is not a bad thing as long as you deliver it with respect and like you have a lot of empathy and you also know that like you could be wrong. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can it's a very foreign concept to some people that are like wrong. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I, 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 I learned from society back home that does not make sense to me when I got here was title. We, we love title mm-hmm. back home. And, and, and um, if you don't put a certain title to someone's name or whatever, that's an issue, right? Uh, Yeah, even in a work setting to say, as long as someone say just a little bit above you in age um, and they they might not even be your boss, but just they're just above you in age, there needs to be a title to it. When I got here, I realized a title is really nothing. It it doesn't take you anywhere. And, and, And I know people who are working as mechanics. Let's take, for example, mechanics. They make more money here than people who work as project managers and or even directors in some positions. A mechanic here that fixes your car here in Canada could literally be charging over 150 to $250 an hour. That's, that's just it. So, and as a director, let's assume you're a director, how much are you making? Maybe you're making 110, 150. That mechanic is racking up what uh, uh, overtime and making more money. And you're wondering why someone who is looking dirty all the time, you know, travels everywhere and you, you're looking so corporate and all that, but you're in super debt. Let me put it that way. Super Mm -hmm. debt. Right. And, and I I came to understand a title really doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. honestly. And, and, and everyone you speak with and you relate with here, you just understand that we, we, let me put it that way. We just don't care about title anymore here. Let me put it that way. It really doesn't matter. And I, and it took me a while to unlearn that because even while going to school, um, you couldn't call your professor by name back home here. Yes. You call your professor by name. Yep. And if you try to say, mm-hmm. sir, they actually tell you, no, this is no. my name. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to unlearn that, but I'm glad I did. I, let me just put it that way. I'm glad I did. To be honest, to be honest with you, sorry, bro. I don't do that. To this day, it's it feels weird for me calling someone older than me by name, except I have a different a friendship with them. It's like, say, for example, like a girl I'm talking to right now, every time I go to their house to go hang out, anytime I see the dad, like I stand up to greet him, I call him sir. 
He's like, no, call me by his name. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I can't. My, my home training is too strong. I can't, I can't right. do that. So I'm sorry. Sometimes it will hold on you. <laughs> and the thing is, the thing is, and the thing is, I don't even ask me personally, obviously, because that's more personal, but in a professional setting, for sure, mm-hmm. I'll call you by your name. But in a personal situation like that, me personally, I actually don't want to call you by your name mm-hmm. because I believe in giving honor to who honors you. Mm-hmm. That's it's, it's a thing. It's a personal belief I have because like, yeah. if someone has worked hard to get to wherever position they are, I find it some way inspirational or at least aspirational. Mm-hmm. I will give you that respect. Me coming from my own personal self, I will give you that respect mm-hmm. of like, sir, whatever, you know, your name, whatever title it is, because I think that's huge. Yeah. And okay. I should, I should let you know that I think it's huge. Right. That you are that guy. You're not wrong. No, when I when I said unlearning, when I meet someone older than I am here, and you know, uh, I want to know how I, how you want me to address you, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I extend my hand and I said, "Oh, what what can I call you?" Right? I don't know you. I I really don't. So if I just go say, and we don't because why say title really doesn't matter here. Some people you call sir, you're offended by it. You True. call someone ma'am. You say, "Ma'am," and they're like, "I'm not, ma'am. No, my name's this." Yeah, they feel. They say right? you make them. You make them sound old. Yeah, exactly. True. So before I even introduce, I introduce myself, and I'm like, "Oh, what can I call you?" Right? Tell me what you want me to call you, and I will. Right? But it, back home, you can't do that. If if I go to an elderly person right now, introduce myself, and say, "What can I call you?" That's an insult. Mm-hmm. Because I should already have said, "Sir, Sir. or ma'am." Yeah. 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 So I'm going to pause pause the conversation here. Maybe we'll like continue in a future episode. Mr. Reese, welcome to the show. Hopefully we can have more conversations. <laughs> Anytime. Just let me know, bro. Good. Just I'm going to know. hold you to it. Thank you very much, Stan. Sure. As always, it's a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you very much Definitely. for you know, giving us your, your time. And, I appreciate um, it. At the end of the day, I think it's all boils down to emotional intelligence, you know. Yes. Understanding how you are understanding how other people are and you know self-awareness i say self-awareness and empathy at the end of the day um if you've enjoyed the conversation as always press the like button it's very very important help us Mm -hmm. (laughs) to you know reach more people increase our visibility we really need that subscribe to the channel if you've not subscribed already put your notification bell on so that you can get all the content as it drops until the next episode use your brain (laughs) 